0: To no, my, hi, my. Welcome along to B-side stories on Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. It's a Tuesday uh, and it's time for B-sides talking to the people who make Wellington tick. Uh, I'm David. I'm Perrine. Perrine is here. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty well. Um, After a bit of a scramble and getting myself here and roping David in at the last (laughs) minute to join me, I'm very, yeah, pretty chuffed.
0: Yeah, sometimes it's like that. Sometimes you've got it all under control and I had to go back to my desk at work a couple of times to get things I'd forgotten, which uh, is never a good feeling when you're trying to get somewhere (laughs) on time. No. Um, But you did manage to line up two interviews today.
1: Uh, yes, lined up two interviews with two people each, so feeling pretty good about that. So in the second half of the show, we will be talking to Binge Culture Collective, which is a theatre and general arts collective. Um, we have Joel Baxendale and Freya Daly-Sadgrove coming in to chat.
0: Mm, awesome. I'm looking forward to that one.
1: Cool. And in the first half of the show, we are definitely focusing on the people that make Wellington tick and the people who get the the other people into place. <laughs> mm. um, so we are talking to Volunteer Wellington about the work that they do in matching volunteers to volunteer work. So Volunteer Wellington calls itself a community connector. So it recruits volunteers, it matches them with um, projects and also helps develop good volunteering programs. And so today in the studio we have Heidi Quinn and Julie Thompson. Welcome to the studio, guys. Thank you. you. Um, So Heidi, you are the Employee Volunteering Coordinator?
2: I am, and I'm pretty new. I only started on the 1st of March, so don't ask me any difficult questions.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And Julie, your role
2: Yes, I'm the regional manager of Volunteer
3: Wellington. Yeah, um, and we have we have three offices: one in Hutt, Porirua, and Wellington, which is why I'm the regional manager.
1: Cool. Mm. And am I allowed to ask you hard questions? Um, <laughs> you've today, been there for Tuesday? a while. <laughs> Reasonably hard. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so it would be great if we could just start with a bit of the. Um, an explanation of how the mechanics of Volunteer Wellington works. So what function you guys serve in the community?
3: Sure. So um, Te Puna Tautoko, Volunteer Wellington, we work with 360 community organisations and provide a diverse range of services to them. Everyone knows about the recruitment and referral of volunteers. That's, everyone knows that that's one of the key things that we do, and you can access that either through our website or coming into one of our offices where we provide that one-on-one service um, for people, often people who have more complex needs and need some more support in deciding what's best for them in terms of volunteering, um, depending on what their goals are. Um, They could be long-term unemployed, they could be um, a lot of new migrants, former refugees, um, they could be people with um, wide range of disabilities. So that one-on-one service is a really important part of our work. Um, and then we provide uh, professional development for man- for managers of volunteers. Um, amongst those three hundred and sixty community organisations we work with, we provide um, consultancy service to the community organisations. We have established. Uh, managers of Volunteers peer support groups on a monthly basis so people can come together and share their um, concerns, their challenges, their successes, their resources. Uh, so that's that's been a great uh, service to be able to offer. Uh, mentoring program, with this year we've just um, initiated a leadership pilot program for Managers of Volunteers. And That's going on throughout this year, and we're hoping that from that, the people who are attending it, the leaders attending that, will become mentors for next year's uh, program. Um, so, develop. It. There is a there is a real need for mentors in our sector, and to have that accessibility, that easy accessibility to mentors. Um, and we have our employee volunteering program, which Heidi will t- talk to you about. Um, at any one time, we'll have about 400 voluntary roles on our database, um, and they cover the whole spectrum, you can imagine, in terms of, of work. Um, I mean, you're here tonight as a volunteer, <laughs> yep. you know, doing volunteering, so it can be working at Access Radio, um, you know, through to um, mentoring, to um, caregiving, to IT, to... Um, Graphic design, just about anything you can think of, there will be a role there for you. Um, and we we've developed really strong relationships with our community organisations. So if someone comes in um, and they might have complex needs, or they might have a, a particular skill that, and there isn't a role available, we can connect with these with our community organisations and work through that with them. One of our key roles really is the supporting organisations to build the infrastructure for developing. Um, their volunteer programs, so that that experience for the volunteer um, and the organisation is a positive one, and that they do the volunteer feels supported, um, connected, is acknowledged. Um, so that's a really important part of our of our role.
2: Yeah, totally agree with everything mm. everything she said. She said, "Oh, I won't <laughs> say anything. I'm just going to sit silently." <laughs> no, no, no. You've got lots of great stuff to say. Because you
3: you work with a you know a whole different Very part different, of our organisation. Yeah. And um, and that's a really exciting. Yeah, place. it's very yeah. interesting.
2: So I'm mm. the employee volunteering coordinator so i work with businesses to help them encourage and embed volunteer programs as part of their csr part of their corporate social responsibility Uh, i am quite new to the role so i'm still building those relationships we've got about 21 business friends at the moment and it's a membership based sort of uh, structure where they pay a fee to cover my costs and i basically go out into the community and i find them opportunities that resonate with them that Mm. have value that will have an impact Uh, so just an example one of my businesses came to me the other day and said we want to do some volunteering that resonates with our mission and our values can you help us find that so it's my job to go out and find those opportunities for them and actually sort of handhold them through the whole experience because From so far, some of my three months into the job, um, a lot of the businesses are actually a little bit hesitant to get involved because they're not quite sure what's involved. They're a little bit intimidated. They might not have been involved in volunteering before, so it's my job to try and manage those expectations and just handhold them through the experience a little bit. It's really rewarding. Uh, You get to see massive change in people as well as a triple win. So there's a win for the business. The business gets more loyal staff, more happy staff, They attract new talent as well because they're appealing to a different demographic in a different way. And then the community group, the organisation that receives the volunteer, wins as well. And obviously the volunteers win. They get a lot out of it. Um, Volunteering, I would say, is a really good opportunity to self-reflect. And you see that moment in people's eyes where they go, Aha, this is why this is important. And it's very joyful for me to be able to experience that and get paid to see people have that experience so yeah it's a really cool interesting job i'm really enjoying it Mm -hmm. and julie and the team have been really supportive with me starting this whole new venture into changing if that's the right word evolving volunteering from transactional into transformative so rather than just having a team that go out and plant trees do something which that has value as well, but moving it to something more complex where they build a relationship with a community group that's ongoing and long-standing and has a real impact in the community. So, yeah, it's a really interesting role. It's very much about relationship management and uh, doing what I say when I say I will. It's been important as well. Lots of juggling, but yeah, really rewarding. Very interesting. I always believe um, I'm, a, I'm an avid volunteer as well, and I believe that with the right support and the right structure a volunteer can do anything I really believe that and I've done that myself over the years I've been in the sector for 15 years and I've worked with like Richard Branson and all sorts of interesting things as a volunteer (laughs) which is pretty cool it's amazing how far you can get just when you're sincere and really care about something so yeah
3: and I I think with the employee volunteering the businesses it's for some of them it's the first time they've really got to starting to know their local community. So it's a real learning experience totally. for them as well and mm. it can lead to ongoing connections, ongoing support for that organisation. So it's a, a as you say, it's a real two way oh. two way mm. thing. Yeah. And so
1: are they kind of you're talking like quite a long term commitment between the businesses and the voluntary the in the community groups, what kind of what kind of commitment is?
2: It depends on what their with. expectations of where the business is at. With the embedding that program into their into their business into their way of doing things, it might just be I offer them like a taster. We don't want them to scare them off by saying you're going to be in a you're going to be committed to two to three years, or let them let them try it first make sure that it's the right sort of fit for them and they could do so, so they could do something time bound like a project-based volunteering which could use their specific skills say for example they're a graphic design business go and help uh, someone do their website design and graphic design on a website for three months mm. one day a week three months so it could be finite and um, that's often the, the best way to start mm. or, or start with a team building activity where you might go out into the community whatever that is and do something which is just for a day just to get a taster for it because it just it's a really gentle way of introducing them to the benefits of volunteering and uh, without scaring them away by saying, you've got to do this forever and ever. And it's going <laughs> to take you me. a massive time commitment. So you have to, we have to be flexible in what, what we offer them as well. So, yeah, has has mm-hmm. got realistic boundaries around it.
1: Yeah. It sounds like as well you're dealing with quite a broad range of volunteers and yeah, I'm curious about whether you notice differences in the type of um, the way that the company, you know, the business volunteers approach things versus people who have come to you as individuals from the community.
2: Yeah, very different motivations. Yeah, There's never one set of why someone volunteers. It's, everyone is so different. But generally speaking, this is a very broad brush statement, but generally speaking, the businesses... Are wanting a team building exercise, they want something which is going to remove the hierarchy. So the CEO, right through to the cleaner and everyone in the middle, all works together on a common goal, and it's really invigorating and uh, it's very really great for the team morale. Um, so that's generally what what happens with the early stage of business friends, mm. uh, but with just volunteering in general, there is not everyone is got such different motivations obviously it's not for financial gain that's the main that's the main common sort of theme isn't it really it is
3: yeah Yeah. yes we have um i guess our the largest percentage would be in the 20 to 30 age group that come through and use our services um so there's and quite a large number are also fully employed who come through our website or our one-on-one Interviewing process, which is quite interesting. I think people often think it's an older age group, um, and then we have we have a contract with MSD, so we work with long term unemployed and volunteering is as um, part of their preparation for paid employment. Uh, so you've you've got all sorts, and of course, as I said before, the new migrants and former refugees, um, and we just love seeing the result of. Mm-hmm. You know, them meeting their goals through volunteering. It's just priceless, really. And I think um, it sounds a cliche, but, you know, volunteering is life changing. We've seen it. We've got, I brought this along, not that anyone can see it on radio, <laughs> but we've got these amazing profile books um, which really show the impact volunteering's had. And as you can see on the cover, it's such a diverse, the diversity there is amazing. And that's, I think, one of the things we just love about the work we do is that at um, the diverse range of people we work with uh, just really enriches our, our organisation and, and opens it up to um, our community sector as well. I mean, you know, a number of years ago, we had to work really hard about people opening the door to people who they considered different. Mm. And so there's been a huge change in that, Think, you know, which has been fantastic. Um, and it just adds you know, such value to, to the work we do. Totally.
2: One of the the things I've experienced being new to the role is actually seeing people coming in to have a volunteer interview. Um, So they basically, if they they might not find what they want on their website, that's the first touch point. And the second touch point is giving us a call or an email and we say to them, well, would you like to actually come in and have a chat with someone about what, what might suit you? And they absolutely jump at the chance. It's really lovely. It's like, Mm. oh, my goodness, that would be really, really awesome. Yes, please. And then you get to meet those people who you've written in the diary and they're coming in at this time, they're meeting this. And then we say to them, you're actually going to be um, interviewed by a volunteer interviewer. Mm. They are a volunteer (laughs) as well, so they're like you. And it just really levels the playing field. It's just Mm. really reassuring. It's a very, very gentle exposure to the whole journey of being a volunteer from... Finding something that suits you and trying it, and also being aware that it's okay to try a few different things till you find the right fit as well mm-hmm. uh, and we're kind of the the matchmaker we help yeah. find the opportunity that we think suits their skills and motivations best
1: yeah do you often find that there's heaps of um volunteering demand for a particular type of role and not enough of that role so you have to kind of get people to um talk them round into actually you would really, you might really enjoy this type of volunteering that's not what you thought you wanted, but... Yes,
3: all, all the time. So we have to look at the bigger picture and um, often uh, someone, you know, we have students coming through who want to be let loose on IT or, or you know, something like that. And so we have to talk to them about, um, you know, the, that particular role isn't there, but if, if you look at this role within this organisation and um, they then see uh, your experience or skills or help you or mentor you to be able to use what you've been learning. Um, but just to, they, you can't just walk into a, some of those jobs that, that the expectation from a volunteer is that they can. So we do have to talk them around that. And no. also um, vice versa as well. Community organisations, part of our work, is to um, explore with them, brainstorm think outside the square where um, they haven't thought about the way that they can involve volunteers so that opens up a whole lot of new roles it also helps them to um, to be mindful of of what they're doing and what what tasks can they actually um, delegate so that they' uh, you know everyone in the community and voluntary sector seem to be you know really stretched so to be able to spend that time with one of our team to sit down and think okay what can I delegate, what can I cut off my role that I can delegate to volunteers? Um, And also just just thinking about a wish list. I wish we could do this or that. We don't have the resources. Okay, let's see if we can create a role for a volunteer to come in and support that Mm -hmm. or a
1: team to come in and support that.
0: Mm.
1: Can you tell us a little bit about the role of mentors and what you do?
3: Yes, so the... The pilot programme that we're doing, the leadership one, the, um, it's a full year programme and the, the um, managers and volunteers who are involved in that are learning leadership skills, mentoring skills. So what we want next year is that um, we see that there's a real need for people who are particularly new to the sector or new to that role um for them to be able to have someone who's more experienced practitioner in that area to meet with them once a month to be able to, you know, talk through their issues and concerns, um, their challenges and, and to support them. And there, there isn't the funding really for that to be for that to be easily accessible to community organisations. So that's a program that we're wanting to develop further. Um, and I think that's going, to, we, we have some already um, through our experience of working in the sector and with our community organisations, we have identified some people who are really good at that role. Mm-hmm. So um, we've got some, but we're really wanting to develop and expand that because there is a real need for it. It can be quite a isolating role, the manager or leader of volunteers, and it can also be um, not as valued as other roles within a community organisation. So one of our um, goals is to advocate and promote for the, the value and the importance of the manager or volunteer role. And so that's mm-hmm. a real... Yeah, um, mm. yeah.
2: There's an educational element to mm. the employee, employee volunteering coordinator role as well, mm. and that's you, um, um, just making them realise that volunteering... The resourcing and supporting and managing volunteering is not actually free. It takes highly skilled, competent people to coordinate and manage and help mm. help make the experience mm. really worthwhile. Uh, and I think that's a really important part of what Volunteer Wellington does is making sure people respect the professionalism that's involved in the sector. Um, we, we support, you know... Volunteer Centre Network has got 18 volunteer centres supporting tens of thousands of people and community groups across New Zealand. It's pretty amazing. I think at the last count, the last state of volunteering report, um, volunteering contributes $4 billion to the GDP, which is more than a construction sector. And that's still not that's <laughs> yeah. still not counting Pacifica and Māori contributions to Mahi Aroha, to volunteering in their communities. So we, we suspect that number is actually more like $8 billion. That's mind boggling.
1: Yeah. 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 Awesome. Now, you mentioned Mahi Aroha, and I know that mm. you mentioned the Mahi Aroha Awards that you yes. were looking through candidates for recently. <laughs> yeah. Can right. you tell us
2: about those? Yes, yeah, so it was um, my first time um, doing this award. So, every year we have an annual awards program, or well, sort of a, a sort of schedule where we go out to the community groups that we work with and we go out to our business friends and we ask them to nominate people that they think deserve recognition and some sort of award. And is
1: that focused on Māori Pacific volunteers or...? No, just just broadly. The whole community
2: sector. So all the members, so the 360-odd community groups and the business friends can nominate someone that they know it could be as a... Three of three categories? there yeah, was. Well, three categories. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> yeah. Volunteer of the Year Award, which had the most nominations, which we were expecting. Team governance, so a board of trustees or a board of governance for an organisation, and also an employee community partnership as well. Uh, We were blown away with the quality of the nominations. And we actually had, this is the first time we've done this across the whole sector. Previously, it's just been for employee volunteering partnership.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: Uh, Um, But this time,
2: we've created this whole buzz. There's a real enthusiasm around these awards. So they're next Wednesday, the 23rd. I won't invite you because we are absolutely <laughs> oversubscribed <to it. laughs> Yeah. full like, to the gunnels. Yeah. 126 RSVPs and the capacity is 110, so we are a bit like eh, we'll just have people standing at the back. We'll, we'll, we'll wing it. So we yeah. have the Minister for the Community and Voluntary Sector coming along to do a speech and she's going to present the awards to the winners. Nobody knows who's won, just it's Okay. A real this secret a we, Only a couple yeah. of people in the organisation know And I know as well If I tell you I have to clear So um that will Don't be announced Don't tell me on air okay. No, of course <laughs> not no. <laughs> So we're really excited about that Yeah, yeah. And really, they're
3: being really sponsored cool. by um, .NZ Or Internet Internet New Zealand So we're really thrilled with that sponsorship That um, we've got with them so.
1: Cool And so that's going to be part of National Volunteer Week um Which is the 20th to the 26th
3: That's
2: right yes. Great Thanks. The theme this year is recognise, connect, reimagine. Okay. That's quite nice.
1: (laughs) Just in our last couple of um, minutes before we have to wrap up, I wondered if you could tell us a little bit about each of you, your kind of um, how you got into volunteering, your kind of early experiences, and then how that's led you to here. Do you want to go first, uh, Julie? Okay.
3: I think I remember as a child being dragged along with um, soap powder, Scouts fundraising was when I started. You, you're all too young to know <laughs> about that. I do remember distinctly walking on someone's freshly painted um, um, entranceway, and they were not very happy. But um, p- after that, once, I, um, once the children, once the kids went to school, I got into volunteering um, as a way of getting back into the workforce. I worked in the corporate sector previously, um, and once I started volunteering I thought I don't want to go back there and that's how I started um, getting involved and uh, quite a while ago um, with Volunteer Hut, our branch, and then ended up in Wellington at Volunteer Wellington and then ended up in this role. Yeah, yeah. And are you doing volunteering yourself at the moment? Yes, yes I am doing some volunteering. Um, some of it is with Volunteer Wellington and some aspects of it um, and also... We're through um some at the moment. Right. Yeah.
2: Nice. What about you, Heidi? Mine's quite random. I was a bit I was quite old when I got into volunteering. I sort of fell into it. I was I was a poor student and uh, I saw an advert from Oxfam said, Free ticket to Glastonbury if you volunteer I was like, I'm up for that. Give me some of that please. I want a free ticket to Glastonbury. So well, it didn't tell you until you are already there and you're committed, had the training, was you do these really weird shifts. Right. <laughs> so I'd start at 5am and finish at 2 in the afternoon. You kind of miss all the bands you want to see. Um, so it wasn't that great, but it was still a really interesting sort of way in. I thought, oh. I wasn't sure if it was quite volunteering because I was getting something in return. I was actually getting something yeah, that had yeah. financial value. Mm, mm. Um, but I did talk about Oxfam and what they were doing at the event when I was doing the tickets and all that sort of thing. Mm. I got to meet Coldplay, so that's quite cool. <laughs> and then I've been volunteering ever since. Uh, yeah. The longest stint was befriending the elderly scheme in Glasgow. I lived in Glasgow for 10 years. And I saw an, old, an isolated old lady. She had no um, close, but close family. And I saw her every Thursday for seven years until she passed away. And I wow. still miss her. Yeah. yeah, She was like my nan. Yeah. She was awesome. Mm-hmm. And now I volunteer for the IHC and the SPCA. Everything I volunteer for has an acronym as well. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it seems the way it is in this yeah. sector. So yeah. I don't have a dog. I really miss having a dog. So I volunteer at the SPCA and get to fuss Dogs. Yeah, and IHC, I see a lady with intellectual disabilities, yeah. hang out with her. Oh, that's really great. Yeah. Thank
1: you both so much for coming along and talking to us and all the best for National Volunteer oh, thank Week. Thank you And much. we will look forward to hearing about the big winners in the Mahi Aroha <laughs> Awards. Yes,
3: absolutely. Awesome. And um, go to our website if you're looking at volunteering or an organisation's yeah. keen on um, finding out how we can help them.
1: Wonderful. Yeah. Thank cool. you.